Welcome back to Destructo Discourse Good Time. Uh, this is a Dragon Ball GT rewatch podcast. I am your host, Jason, and I am joined on the Discourse this week by Dave. Hello. And Aaron. Hello. And Melissa. Hello. And Tyler, you're back. Hello. You came back to us. Bit by bit, I'm falling under your spell. Oh, <laughs> shucks. Oh my god, we just... Everyone just introduced themselves. There, there was no, there was no gimmick that I wasn't informed of. <laughs> Give it time. Yeah, it, it'll grow yeah. naturally. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, how's everyone feeling? I'm having a Fe- good time. Having a good time? Feeling limber? Pretty good time. Feeling fresh? We're uh, we've set off into space. It's a big world, and I'm excited to explore. <laughs> I'm excited to meet all the space dinosaurs. <laughs> there are going to be... I bet there are going to be so many. I can't... Like space bugs? Cannot confirm nor deny, but there are probably some, like, freak-ass space dinos. I bet you money. <laughs> I do love the little bug that comes out of the flower in the intro. <laughs> I know! It's like a I fun ladybug. I love for this bug. It's got a smaller flower inside of its flower house. <laughs> it's very... It's very good. That's like, that's the flower that we... That we show to guests. <laughs> That's like the good china of flowers. <laughs> the matryoshka. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here on this podcast, we're going over all the episodes of Dragon Ball GT. Uh, we're going four by four instead of three by three every time, um, just so it we get. Th- we get through it faster, and also 64 is divisible by 4, and that's just how I'm living life. Um, but before we get into it, I want to know, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. If you had any superpower that was the result of wiggling, what would it be? And also, oh, what, would you, what would you wiggle? <laughs> I have a wiggle-powered superpower. Tell me about your wiggle powers. It's the power... To get people to dance. Very powerful And I activate power. it by wiggling my whole body. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's just compulsory? Well, it just, it helps. I d- see, the trick is in, in at a place where there's dancing, like wedding, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like, like, weddings, other say. weddings. Weddings, or um, when I worked at a summer camp, the dances for the middle schoolers. You just go out there and you wiggle a lot. <laughs> And dance really badly, and it makes other people feel less bad about dancing, and they feel happy and safe uh, to wiggle now, their bodies. Now, Aaron. Yeah. You don't know this yet, but you did just foreshadow next week's episode. Oh my oh, god. no. Did <laughs> you? Is there dancing? Uh, Is there a wedding? That's all I will say. <laughs> I can't uh-huh. believe this. I'm so excited. Tyler, you are, you are a, you're like a dark phantom of the GT opera. <laughs> <laughs> also feature prominently in some of this week's episodes. Mm. In a, yeah, in a way. So this is this is a complex tapestry. <laughs> but of, I don't expect something future or other, weddings. Probably. 
I, I, I resonate so strongly with the wiggle power of getting people to dance because people get really self-conscious. Mm -hmm. And really, and also dancing is often another type of wiggling. It, it is. Mm -hmm. It is its That's own all wiggle it is. art. <laughs> it's like if you can talk, you can sing. If you can wiggle, you can dance. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, when I was... You've already learned so much. I mean, the party rock boys said it first, but... <laughs> well, then, then they apologized for party rocking. <laughs> they did? Yeah, they, they had... Was it an album or a song that said, sorry for party rocking? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I will never apologize for my party rocking. <laughs> never apologize for your party rocking. Um, I want some kind of a power that comes when I do like a, when I do like a little shoulder shimmy. And you can't see this, but hopefully you can hear it in my voice because I'm doing the shoulder shimmy while I'm talking. <laughs> I can, I, hear I can it. totally hear it. Ooh, what's my? I'm wondering what my little shoulder shimmy power is. <laughs> Maybe like music would happen whenever I do it. That'd be a good one. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, and the camera goes to like soft focus, and there's mysterious glitter. <gasps> Ooh, you love a mysterious glitter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you and Aaron could just start like a flash mob crew together. <laughs> <laughs> we will. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be royalty of viral videos. Yes. We just start Thanks. shimmying and then Chumbawamba starts playing. <laughs> I think I would want to be able to fly. And I think my wiggle function would be um, like my, my legs and my feet so that I could look like I'm pedaling a bicycle while I fly. <laughs> like I'm kind of <laughs> the See now... You're gonna succeed where Mr. Satan failed because he thought you just had to wiggle your arms very fast in a flapping motion to fly. Mm -hmm. He thought it was all in the pecs. You're gonna prove him wrong. No, it's the quads. <laughs> uh, I would wiggle my nose to make other people's sneezes disappear. Whoa. Whoa. Like You're if somebody was about to sneeze, <laughs> I would wiggle my nose and they wouldn't have to sneeze anymore. You're... That sounds like a, that sounds like a hunter hunter net ability. <laughs> that's, a, that's a gift. You are the hero we need and the hero we deserve. Mm -hmm. Well, that's my restriction, Dave. Is that I can only use it on the spiders. <laughs> Some people who listen to this podcast will be made to laugh very hard and probably cause a lot of disruption. Listen. I feel like if I don't get you to slam your desk a couple times, I fucked up somewhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do have, I have kind of a special wiggle that I've always been able to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, can, uh, can you wiggle your ears? No, I can't wiggle my ears, but oh. I can, uh, wiggle my lower eyelids. What? Um, not like up and down, but like side to side. So what? Like, like that's that incredible. Sounds, that sounds deeply disturbing. That's, I can't lie to you. That's, the that's so cool. That's the. It, it is cool, but it's also terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and you're, so, you're practicing the forbidden blink jutsu. Yeah. So yeah. basically, I've spent my entire life waiting to find out what that power is, <laughs> manifesting. And you know, you're going to find out power. one day that there's been some kind of butterfly effect, like yes. you've been causing. <laughs> things to happen in other parts of the world <laughs> that you don't know about. It's like the end of Planescape Torment. <laughs> so I just, you know, I, I do it, it every day, just hoping that one day, you know, a pencil will rise up off my desk or something. <laughs> <laughs> or a letter from Hogwarts will show up at your yes. door. 
<laughs> I'm like trying to do it right now. I, I, can't, I can't. I don't even know what muscles that would be. That's yeah. so cool. It, it only just occurred to me now that if someone has not watched this show and not watched the episodes that we are talking about today, more than almost any other intro we've ever done on this podcast, it was like, what the fuck is <laughs> What's happening right now? We're talking about Dragon Ball GT. Yeah. I, to be goes. fair, Highly we have relevant. also... We have also had an intro topic where we took a quiz to determine what kind of wizard we were. <laughs> is that true? Oh, yes. That? That or maybe I true. missed many episodes, so mm-hmm. was that an episode I wasn't here you, for? You missed the time that we met the wizard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. The one who revived Majin Buu. Yeah. Uh, oh, Don't oh, worry. Oh, I see. Okay. Don't worry, though. He makes a reappearance here. In a way, yeah. His voice oh, actor, anyway. Oh, okay. Oh. I was like, oh no. Um, you guys ready to to talk about episodes of anime Dragon Ball GT? An- <laughs> I'm so ready. Anime Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> <sighs> um, because we begin with our cliffhanger from last week with episode five, which is Goku versus Legic. Uh, the Japanese title for episode 5 of Dragon Ball GT is Check It Out, A Tough Guy, Legic the Bodyguard. <laughs> I wonder what this one will be about. It's very good. God, you really do have to read it that way, otherwise it does not count. Uh, God. Melissa, are you watching both dub and sub still? I So this week, just for fun... I alternated episodes. Okay. <laughs> um, so I watched this one in Japanese. Ooh. I actually watched all of them in Japanese this week because uh. I like the music better. <laughs> the, yes, the music is way better. <clears throat> it's like happy Star Trek music. Mm-hmm. I want the... Give me the Kikuchi. It's very Dragon Quest. Mm. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get a, to that. A, a different dragon. Yeah. Different set of dragon. Dragon related music. <laughs> Uh, so when we last left our, our heroes, they were on planet Emeka. Mm-hmm. They were on the run, on the lam, from Don Key, who has sent every cop on the planet <laughs> to find them. Just got all cops. Universally <laughs> consistent police sirens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are running and hiding. They're lamenting over their bad situation. It's like, oh, we need spaceship parts so we can get the hell out of Emeka. But, we but can't nobody will sell them spaceship parts. Han is so upset that they have to sneak around. They're us all people forced to sneak around in the shadows. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah, like she's used to being in a world where her family literally saves the planet and is broadcast doing so on live television on like the once a year. Yeah. Yeah. And yet somehow no one notices. <laughs> so yeah, this must be a profoundly alien experience for her. Yeah. Giru starts making a lot of noise, just as an Emekan girl uh, shows up on the balcony. They, the heroes immediately fail several diplomacy checks in a row. Tron's <laughs> like, hey, please don't shout and alert the cops that we're here. And But she shouts and alerts the cops that they're there. Oops. Yep. That's more jumping and hiding. Jumping and hiding. They're hopping off on rooftops. Rooftop to rooftop. Again, not remembering how flight works. 
It as is frustrating yeah. as it is that they've forgotten flying, I do love this sunset rooftop hopping fantasy. <laughs> I agree. I do. It's a fun moment. It's very like, it's like Goku's got to keep one step ahead of the bread line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you wish you could do in Assassin's Creed. True. True. We have to wait for Assassin's Creed GT. Ah! Where he goes to that's, space. That's a terrifying thought. <laughs> <laughs> bit by bit, it'll get you. You don't jump yeah. into your ancestors, you jump into your descendants. I am imagining Ooh. astronauts with hidden blades in their wrists. <laughs> I'm imagining astronauts I... that still have the hood over their spacesuits. I, the I cannot hood. rule out I cannot rule out Assassin's Creed doing either of those things. <laughs> Where was I? Um Oh, they run into Gale and Sheila running the defenses, everyone pointing their guns up as the heroes approach. Uh, they leap over the street from one roof to another, but Goku doesn't quite make the jump, but winds up, like, Goomba stomping on Gale's head. <laughs> Can I briefly air a grievance that I have with Gale? You may. It is, a, it is a reoccurring grievance in cartoons and anime, and it is that Gale has the, like, two bucked hippo teeth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And whenever he has gritted teeth, he magically grows more teeth. Yes, and that, yes, oh, I noticed this too. Always bothers me. It was <laughs> it was so alarming to me. That's all. I, yeah. I am just personally bothered by that. You're, you're, this concern is valid. Mm -hmm. We're I here for you. The support group is here for you. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't notice it, but I'll I'll keep an eye out in the future. I've waited yeah. my whole life for this support group. Here's my, <laughs> my question: Oy. Who's that? Who's that guy? What? What in the One Piece? That Blackbeard? He's all missing teeth. Mm -hmm. Do they do that with him too? Or I'm does, pretty or does... sure he he maintains his missing teeth. It's, 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 they it's, might it's, like wow. they might jump around as to which teeth are missing, but okay. I'm pretty sure he never has a full set of teeth. Okay, that's good at least. At least One Piece can handle it. <laughs> that's true. So they keep hopping roof to roof, but one of these roofs finally collapses, and the crew goes tumbling into someone's house. I wasn't sure if. Pan was really strong landing on the building, or if the building was just very bad. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, like, probably both. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a good building kind of planet. No, it doesn't <laughs> seem like we have great infrastructure on Emeka. They do have very. I really do like their architecture, though. There's a couple of scenes where we get like good zoomed out shots of the city, and even if it's all like shitty slum housing, it looks very distinctive. Yeah, their yeah. their cool. build their buildings have nice weird shapes. Yes. I love a weird shape. <laughs> Every weird alien world that we go to, even if it's a Star Trek alien world, is very cool. <laughs> I got it sight thus far. Our heroes get back up to their feet, where they are immediately held up by an old lady with a mop, whose house they have landed in. I mm -hmm. love this old lady. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I've got you covered. Even though she is definitely not holding a firearm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, is she like aggressive at them in the English? Yeah, yes. oh, she, she's ready. She's to, just she, defensive like in Japanese, but then she like once she figures out that they're cool, she like switches to being, "Hey, how about let's revolt?" <laughs> she oh, rules. she's she's ready to be. Uh, she's she's ready for anarchy. She's yeah, just beating her chest, unafraid. <laughs> I love her. Uh, they basically, f she's a little softer here in the dub. Like mm -hmm. she's like. Get out of here! We're we got you right where we want you. Uh, they, the heroes, kind of like politely excuse themselves and and demurely make an exit, which which causes her heart 
to, to soften a bit. It's like, oh wait, don't go, I'm sorry, let's, uh, and then she invites them for, for space stew. Her, her old, her old lady grandma instincts activate almost immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if I remember right in the Japanese, it's like Goku's stomach grumbles. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and that activates yeah, right. her grandma instincts. <laughs> <laughs> Can't ignore a stomach grumble. Uh-uh. Plus, they were very polite. It's true. They we get a little bit of lore uh, over dinner. It turns out that Donkey has made it illegal to own a spaceship, so everyone who winds up on a mecha has to stay there and pay rent. Pay when they rent. said this, I gotta I gotta say when they said this, I was impressed in like a whoa that's grim <laughs> kind of way with like the lengths he has gone to to ensure control over his population. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she said, getting rid of starships is just his way to make sure no one leaves Emeka, which is on at least in the top five of worst dialogue I've ever heard. <laughs> like, this is just his way of doing the thing that this would accomplish. Like, <laughs> it, it made me very angry. Consider, Dave, that this is a very dark universe, and this is just his way of making sure no one leaves. True. <laughs> It could be a lot worse. There are many ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how we hadn't mentioned it to this point, but the husband of the old grandma, space grandma, uh, he chimes in and he says, it's like, well, we're not slaves, but right. yeah. he goes into like all the like low wages and the, and the jobs and just things about capitalism. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're trapped here. I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Could hmm. be anything. <laughs> Doesn't sound familiar at all. Hmm. Mm-hmm. During... Science fiction, we say. <laughs> uh. I mean, this now that's the that that's the purpose of science fiction. During this lore dump, um, it plays uh, the music is the the sad synth strings, which are the the ballad of the heroes not being able to leave yet because <laughs> there is work to do. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet old couple give them the last of their food, which spurs Pan into action and revolt. Yeah, Pan says, "Organize a revolt." <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. duh. <laughs> Just rise up against your oppressors, dummy. Quit is definitely her mother's daughter. Quit being a bunch <laughs> of John Mayers waiting for the world to change. <laughs> God. But they can't. They've Don Key and his lackeys got some scary, frightening powers. We couldn't possibly revolt. They if it beans. weren't for Legit, Granny wants to bean up Don Key herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Teach Granny how to beam. Teach Granny how to beam. That's that's an incredibly powerful idea. Give Granny a Kamehameha. (laughs) So the gang come up with a plan. I I guess that it would be considered a plan. They turn themselves in. Ostensibly a plan. Ostensibly a plan. Whose plan is it in English? I think it's Pan's. It's mostly okay because in the Japanese it's all Pan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pan comes up with all the plans. Uh, She rules. Can I? The Pan with the plan. Can I share my favorite bit of dialogue from this episode? It is a Pan quote. Please. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. says. She says that she's tired of tiptoeing around this loser, which is like, yeah, we want this show to be Dragon Ball Z again, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that sounds like Pan. We would like to fly and take action, please. I would like. Like, I want to go. I want to go to space and fight Frieza. I would like to punch someone now. This is this is a very familiar moment in like frustrating D and D campaigns that I was in in the long past. Like, okay, yeah, we're being sneaky. Oh, there goes the paladin. Time to fight now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she has basically the same like temperament and motivations of a paladin in this in this scenario. I guess. Guess we're getting captured. 
guess we're going in the front door. <laughs> as always, as always, elf games are the best form of psychoanalysis. <laughs> oh, yes. Also, to be fair, this was much more calculated than what a paladin would do. They got captured on purpose mm-hmm. so that they could find the the guy in charge as fast as possible. Right, True. expedite the, the uh, process. Yeah. Revolutioning. You know what? It works out pretty well. We cut to, oh, yeah. to Don Key's palatial estate where he's cut, where he's counting all that money. He <laughs> just loves counting his money. If I'm quite sure that he has a Scrooge McDuck like vault full of money that he swims in. We just didn't see it on camera. In this, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I episode. trust him enough to like do his terrible scheme good enough to get a Scrooge McDuck pool. Hmm, you're not wrong. Uh, he's just kind of a shitty planet landlord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the intercom lets Don Key know that the hooligans have all been captured and everything's fine, and then two seconds later, <laughs> one of the cronies just goes flying through the door. <laughs> yep. Classic. Quite an entrance. Oops, all the henchmen are KO'd. The good guys are here. They're going to beat your ass. Let's go. It's Dragon Ball again, but we can't actually see the fighting. Mm-hmm. No. You get to imagine it, which is cooler than seeing it, it right? It did and happen cheaper. moments ago, just over there. Mm-hmm. Boy, you should have watched. It was, it was crazy. Oh, man, it was so cool. You're going to regret not being there for it for a long time, man. <laughs> <laughs> the villains are so beat up, they're all still images now. And they were, like, real strong. <laughs> oh, man. Real and tough. they had guns. Oh, no, guns! Yeah, but the oh. good guys were too strong. <laughs> so, Pan, Pan rushes in where angels feel, fear to tread. Mm-hmm. And immediately gets trapped in, like, an energy thing. <laughs> it looks like it hurts. It, it does. Is. Yeah. It, it looked like she was just kind of, like, being suspended in, like, electrocuted uh, it seemed unpleasant it did not mm-hmm. seem yeah it did not seem like a good time a uh, bunch of turrets pop in oh no more guns guns again it's a lot of guns so dangerous to room. these characters <laughs> and they all go off and there's a big dust clearing and oh they're fine <laughs> but that but force field's still, still going yeah pan is still in the thing yeah i guess the thing protected her from the guns we have to assume okay <laughs> That would be kind of a bad well, security no, no, system a, if it if it protected other, you from other, other no. What happens is that other mysterious red energy comes in from like out of off screen and shields her from the, the turret. Mm. Mm. That's what happens, and so it makes what's said next very weird. Legic comes in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, we talked about Legic before. Mm-hmm. He's he's mysterious and he's got a cloak and he's kind of like blue and he's got kind of Ferengi head. <laughs> He gave me and yeah. a leotard. Um, yes. Ah, shit. What's the name of the die guy from Thundercats? Panther. Uh, Panther. Uh, Pantera. Nope. No. <laughs> isn't that isn't yeah, that like the Pantera, similar probably. similar design, like the red cloak with the kind of teal skin? Are you talking about Mumra? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mumra. <laughs> I get all. It's, you probably know, yeah. one of those one of those shows. <laughs> one of those fuckers. I believe it. I'm watching Dragon Ball GT. I don't have room in my head to keep track That's, of all that. Yeah. Very fair. I'm watching Thundercats GT. <laughs> <laughs> they canceled that. Oh, did they? Well, Legit comes in and he warns, he, he, you know, he says, you know, in a, in a, like an admonishing sort of way, like, you, you cannot defeat these kinds of warriors with mere conventional weapons. Mm-hmm. 
even though as far as I can tell, the reason that those conventional weapons didn't take down Pan is because he stopped them from doing that. Because he wanted to fight her himself. <laughs> so, I'm not sure what the point he's making here is. He's... You, you're running... You're, you're running an odd con here, Legic. Yeah, well, maybe he's he... not exactly loyal to Don no. Key, as we will Why see later. Why is he here again? Maybe. Why did he ever start working for Don Key in the first place? Money, I guess. Mm -hmm. Money and boredom, maybe? I could see that being a thing. Maybe he wasn't saying you can't, like you physically can't. He was just saying, don't do it, I want to fight them. That fits. Uh, that, that makes more sense. <laughs> it's not how the line is delivered, but no, it makes it's more not. sense. <laughs> I'm reaching. Mm -hmm. that's, that's not the kind of fanfiction premise that I write down. <laughs> but it's the reason you write fanfiction. We have standards here, sir. Mm -hmm. it, it becomes quite obvious that Don Key really is not the one calling the shots here, despite his blustering. Donkey's just like, uh, could you, like, uh, fuck them up, please? Could you please? <laughs> so he does. <laughs> and so he does. But he fucks he, one of them up. He fucks one yeah. of them. He one-shots Trunks pretty easily. Yeah, so he's more powerful than Frieza. All right. All right. Cool. Gotcha. Well, is this the same... Ah, uh, don't. Let's not get into it. Um, <laughs> time is weird. We're in hell. Time is weird. We're on Emeka. <laughs> <laughs> does, that, does that explain this? Nothing explains this. Nope, just he's more powerful than Frieza. That's just true now. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll buy it. I won't, but it's true now. <laughs> <laughs> so Goku steps forward and they get into like a good old fashioned Dragon Ball Z fight. They do. It's a pretty good one. Wow. Legends shoulder pads turn into swords. They do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm it's very happy about that. I know that is a that's an unfathomable material for a Saiyan to face. <laughs> yeah, I mean he never had to fight Trunks, so he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, what is this just sharp punch? You're Where's doing? Trunks' sword? He left it on Earth. Yeah. It's in a it's in a display case in his office. It, it's stuck in the intro. Yeah, it would have been really funny if uh, if he had brought it and Guru had eaten it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was thinking about during this fight, like, there's, in Super, there's a lot of, like, cool, alien, stoic, badass guys. There's, like, Hit, and then there's, like, Jiren, right? Mm -hmm. Are there, like, are there any, like, Legic stands out there? <laughs> I'm sure. Somewhere. There is a stand for every character in every show and story, no matter how insignificant, out there somewhere on the internet. So, yeah, so someone's still holding the flame for, the, for Legic. Yeah. Jason, if you want me to hunt GeoCities for the Legic Shrine, I got time now. <laughs> for, the <temple laughs> for the for the Temple O Legic. Temple O Legic. The Legic Ledger. Um, uh, I won't. That would be, be a, that, that would be a much better name, which I'm sure it doesn't have. Hmm. <laughs> I will not rest until I find Legic on like a card or something in like Dragon Ball Superheroes or whatever. In in that yeah, gotcha game. Go. That's the kind of thing a gotcha game would do, right? Yeah, we, uh, in in some of the streams I've done, we we found some whack shit. That I mean, <laughs> Bumblebee Pan is in Dokkan battle. Oh yeah, I see. Salsa is in is in dra is in uh the the other Dragon Ball Gacha game on iPad. <laughs> Legends, that's it. So uh, Legic does a big beam scramble and summons up a bunch of swords. Goku catches the blades and snaps them in two. Which you think would be really cool, but it leaves him open to a massive boot to the chest. <laughs> mm -hmm. He did it on purpose. Mm. Uh, Legic summons the Spear of Longinus <laughs> and... <laughs> and 
use goes the down hilt. into so, somewhere beneath uh, Doctor Brief's compound is Terminal Dogma. <laughs> we don't, mm, yeah, it's just it's just oh god, yeah, it's just, it's the um, it's the, uh, the what is it the first angel or whatever the atom, but it's like scratch. <laughs> so it's oh just, no! So it's just a bunch of like it's just a bunch of creepy cat eyes and ears. Get in the robot, go go tanks. Maybe that's why we haven't seen Doctor Briefs. He turned into Tang. That now powers, you know, one of Obama and Vegeta's most important devices. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, everything about Doctor Briefs and Capsule Corp is terrifying. <laughs> this this is not new information. Where's no, the fan know, fiction that's it's... like Neon Capsule Evangelion? <laughs> Wait, yeah, this almost. <laughs> I'm able to forget got, about it one, every now and then. This one almost got past me. Um... What's that? Terminal dogma <laughs> underneath. Well, Capsule if it's Capsule Court, it has to be Terminal Catma, right? You are a criminal. He is right. Uh, he is right. It's You're a cat. Yeah, my, I, that doesn't mean I. I don't. I can't hate it. <laughs> I and I'm going to find you. Like I'll go on and do it, but you won't live to see the result. <laughs> that is the Capsule Court. The deadly trap you've made. Pins on the sphere of Longinus, <laughs> Doctor Briefs. Melted power <laughs> device. All right, good, great. We're making a good start on the GT, uh, <laughs> G- the GT category. Jesus, um, um, God, Jesus, please. Thank you. Um, where, and, where were yes, we? Yes, thank you, Melissa, in the background, mm-hmm. doing this necessary work of finding all the legic merch that we can. Oh, oh my God, God! There's a legic trading card. Yeah, there's two legic. There are what multiple cards. legic trading what cards. What the fuck are these numbers? I don't know if they mean anything. This one goes up to three and a half million. <laughs> Level one legic. You can't just make. You can't just put numbers down. You <laughs> sure can't you do can. it. Uh, there they are. How great would it be if they made trading cards that were packaged with a scouter, and you had to look through the scouter <gasps> to see the stats of the card? <laughs> <sighs> I am camp, 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 camp. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, good God, I'm, I'm really into this. Also, thank you, Melissa, for for finding out that Legic, in fact, in P- appears as an unplayable boss in DBZ Dokkan Battle. Well, unplayable. This is some bullshit. I think so too. That's dog dirt. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so it is at this point that I guess there's more banter about like. I know you're a Saiyan, Goku. Like, that's a big deal. <laughs> uh, and then Goku uh, does the thing that we remember Goku does, in that he goes superb Saiyan. He turns into a tiny baby Super Saiyan. <laughs> it's, it's adorable. <laughs> He's got. He turns into Goha- Goten in, in a blue gi. Uh, maybe the best, or at least my favorite aspect of Goku becoming a kid again is he becomes incredulous whenever anybody calls him a kid, but he never goes into details as to why he's not a kid. Yeah. <laughs> just, just says, says I'm, not, I'm a not a kid. <laughs> and that's and the that's, end of it. That's, yeah, that's the end of that. Super Saiyan Goku uh, just very quickly just beats ass and knocks Legic into next week. But Legic right. takes this in stride. He's He's cool with this. He's he's like a PyCon type where he's just like I I just like having a formidable opponent. Son Goku just got a new personal best on foe to friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Foe, he's doing like he, foe to friend speed run any percent. Like he, he understands when he encounters someone who is like him. He shot a Kamehameha at a guy and it made him his friend. <laughs> yep. 
It was a friendship beat. Yes. He's a magical girl after all. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Hmm, hmm, hmm. You know, but like, Legit clearly thinks too much to ever defeat someone like Goku. Yeah, he's he's perplexed by Goku's like Zen cone here. I'm just like, I'm a yeah, kid, but I'm not a kid, and he's just like, how could that be possible? Is this a riddle? Uh, oh, you're a funny kid <laughs> in the universe, Le a big place. Legit could never achieve loyalty. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Donkey is out of his element. He mm -hmm. is panicking and he's trying to bribe Legic. This does not work. <laughs> Legic cause... just kicks him right upside the head. Yep. Mm -hmm. Done with this job, I quit. <laughs> I still don't understand why he was ever there in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, pretty Pan much. Pan basically threatens at beam point. Don Key to turn Emeka into a socialist utopia. <laughs> yeah, she demands, you know, on pain of death, not that he step down, but that he radically expand the social safety net. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that he she, just it, he just abolish rent, turn she over the means of production. She, mm -hmm. she is definitely both Gohan and Videl's daughter. God, I love her. She's both, the best. Both Gohan's smarts and scholarly perspective. Uh, and Videl's hunger for justice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's pretty good. Even introduces rent-controlled apartments, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and that's basically what happens. Everyone gets their, like, rent contract back to let them know that they're free of their, like, capitalist servitude. Everyone gets I was their so spaceship back. Afraid. I was so afraid that they were just bringing down a safe of all of the money. And they were just gonna dump it in uh -huh. front of these people. <laughs> okay, yeah. you're, you're totally useless now, paper money. You saw it. Thought, I thought they were delivering homes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought it was I that, that house it was that a got giant repoed. apartment building. Yeah, yeah. It, it was not like clear. Because it it's like this steel box that opens up and we're like, what's in the box? And then it's all the contracts. I'm like, oh, okay. That is that a, was a shit ton of contracts to sign overnight. I mean, you know, it, I mean, the the work is really just distributing them. It's not like they're all for one person. <laughs> but you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone has a good, happy ending. Um, our heroes get all the spaceship parts they need to take back off. Giru attempts to run away. <laughs> uh, our little robot friend, if you've forgotten. Uh, and then we learn that despite all of her other greatly admirable qualities, Pan does not have a good position on AI rights. <laughs> no. Pan, like, Pan, like, catches Giru, like, like, puts him under her boot, threatens Giru. Uh, Doesn't Giru literally say, like, I'm alive? He, okay, so Giru says, no disassemble, Giru alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Because somebody at Funimation decided that in the year of our Lord, 20, or 2005, on Toonami, they, they needed to make a short circuit reference. And <laughs> really? Call back to Johnny Five. <laughs> oh God! Giru Five, Giru Five, Giru alive. Oh, I don't, I don't really know what that means. Oh, but, you uh, gotta watch Short Circuit, Dave. No disassemble. I see. It's a robot is alive and then falls in love with a human woman. <laughs> Achieves hmm. uh, <laughs> like consciousness. All right. That, that sure, when did this come out? Uh, I'm gonna take a wild guess and say it was the 90s. Uh, no, before that. Really? I, I feel like 80s. That's eh, still pretty 80s, yeah. 1986. 
Okay. Trunks comes in as the man of reason here. It's like, well, it, you can't destroy him if he's scared to die. He must value his existence. <laughs> Actual quote. Uh, in Japanese, he just says, machines with artificial intelligence are the same as people. Just because their bodies are made of cold metal, on the inside, they still have warm hearts. Aww. Trunks. That's good content. He says that as he's gently dusting off the little robot. I feel like Trunks, of all people, was taught from a young age to have respect for robots. Yes. Capsule Corp did create Mr. Robot. That's true. The best robot in the show. Yes. Who was alive enough to be annoyed all the time. <clears throat> Allegedly. So. We never did see this insignia on him. Yeah, but, but he had a design feature that is apparently possessed by all Capsule Corp robots <laughs> that Gohan knew about. Mm-hmm. The ability to cook mushrooms. <laughs> yes, and have spices. <laughs> Ketchup packets. No, actually, now that I... No, actually, no, wait. That Either we're wrong, either I'm wrong, or that's a much older, like, out-of-date design model, because it should have had a cappuccino machine. Ah! Mm-hmm. So that's why it was abandoned. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, uh, Giru pops the radar out of his out of his back. It's now a part of him. It's been integrated into his machinery. Mm-hmm. And would you look at that? There's a Dragon Ball, and it's not far off. It's on another planet. Can the Dragon Radar detect stuff on other planets? This Apparently. was designed Can to. now! Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, it's the new model. Yeah, Bulmo specifically made this one for this quest. Oh, okay, all right, that was my bad. Yeah, I was I misunderstood. I kind of like misread the subs and and just kind of misunderstood that I thought it was to the north on this planet, <laughs> which made the oh. next episode really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it it shouldn't have been it, like it should have. If it, unfortunately this is a Star Trek planet that only contains one biome. <laughs> Maybe, you know, the next episode just takes place in a different place on the same world right. with, with a different culture. I thought that's not true. No. 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 That's too complicated. No. Yep. Much too interesting. Does anyone have any final thoughts for episode five? I did see uh, Colleen Clinkenbeard in the uh, in the credits, mm-hmm. which is a name that always stands out to me for obvious reasons. Uh, in this show, in this series, we know her as Princess Snake. Oh. But uh, but she was Hawkeye in Full Metal Alchemist uh, in the English yeah. dub. She's also Monkey D. Luffy. Yes. And I also just learned today that she was in Glass Fleet, which is the worst anime I've ever seen. <laughs> you hate to see it. Yes, literally, I hated seeing it. <laughs> I don't know if it comes up in the future, uh, but in the Japanese, when Trunks is talking about AI rights, when the dragon radar pops out of Giru's back, he just casually asks Giru if he's able to assimilate the functions of any machinery he like encounters which is the basis for a terrifyingly godlike machine certainly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, but... maybe this is involved the star empress bulma <laughs> plotline very early in the other podcast uh, uh, i don't know when else i'll bring it up but for some reason goku is tan in dragon ball gt he is <laughs> he got a he got a nice space tan from space which is the exact opposite of what happened. <laughs> it's like right. one, one would think. It's all right. It's like I'm gonna pretend I know I know how science works. It's like <laughs> the same amount of melanin but shrunk down so it's more condensed. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I was thinking the hmm. same thing. Yeah. Fascinating hmm. theory. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't de-age the skin pigment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does go away when he becomes Super Saiyan. I assume just because of his glow. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, that might just be lighting. His internal lighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His internal LED. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, episode 6 
is Like Pulling Teeth. Uh, the Japanese title of episode six is Hurts, Don't It? Son Goku the Dentist. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> uh, our heroes arrive on a new planet, which doesn't have a name. I just call it the Green Planet because it looks green from space. The robot has a name. He does have a name. He reveals his model number as T2006. Oh, it's much longer in Japanese. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? It's DB4649T2006RS. Oh. All right, write that down. I could see why they would want to shorten that. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't doesn't lend itself to a nickname. <laughs> Be DB. But that his nickname isn't connected to his his serial number at all, though. It's just a sound that he's compelled to make for some reason. It bears yeah. no no <laughs> as no bearing whatsoever. I'll just call you your verbal tick. Yeah. I think it, I think that's refreshing because I see too many dang science fiction tropes where it's just like, "Hello, I am, uh, uh, I am unit number A one." Okay, so we'll call you Al or AI. <laughs> and we're, now we're, we're yeah, phoneticizing our, our your, but your, a beloved character in your very own D and D game uses this exact trope. <laughs> yeah, and I'm roasting them for it. Mm, <laughs> I love it. I love that. <laughs> And I enjoy it, but I also enjoy, like, wow, that's a lot of numbers. Let's just call you Giru. <laughs> uh, everyone buckles in as Trunks does some stunt flying into the atmosphere. Some truly incredible maneuvering. <laughs> like, holy shit. He did not inherit 100% of Bulma's stunt flying skill. He did not finish his course at Mavis Beak and teach his piloting. <laughs> well... He he did incredible at every other part of it. He just didn't get to the end of the course and learn landing. No, he yeah, he did not stick the landing. Uh, he, he says he's never flown a spaceship before in Japanese. Yeah, he does that's, say that, and that's I remarkable. Don't believe him at all. <laughs> no, me neither. Because he says that in in well, actually, to be fair, in English, what he says is he's never landed this ship before. That's oh. fair. So maybe he has not flown this specific ship and just didn't finish the manual and doesn't know how the landing gear work. I believe that. Uh, the planet starts a rumbling, and the and the floating islands start a moving. He's on a gator. He's on a big. <laughs> they're all on big, big ocean gators with There's, like mountain backs. This fucking rules. There's it so breathes, many gators. <laughs> it breathes new awesome. context into waves and rocks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Whoa! I love I love this trope of the, mm -hmm. the rocks and this are is a thing, a, and this is <laughs> the rocks are alive. Yeah. And this is a particularly rad uh, implementation of it, I think. Because mm -hmm. yeah. all these sea monsters just snap up out of the waves and try and get them, but then they stent mm -hmm. fly away and land somewhere else uh, safer. But not before Goku fucking finds himself on the outside of the ship flying around. <laughs> <laughs> like and he owns Pan the decides place. she's also done being in the car and wants what? to be outside. <laughs> what did they ask him in Japanese? Because in the English dub, they ask, how did you get out there? And he just says, don't worry about it. And it's <laughs> never brought up again. <laughs> he just, they don't ask. He just says, I'm tired of being in the ship now. <laughs> again, I, I still see no truly appreciable difference between this Goku and adult. <laughs> yeah. Trunks, the, tr tr Trunks is going to go gray very early. <laughs> yes. 
He's having to be the adult here, and that sucks for Trunks. Man, mm -hmm. salt and pepper with, like, purple and silver, though? Be that's fun. That's an interesting look. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, I like that idea. <laughs> we uh, see more of the fauna, uh, and it turns out that basically everything is just mega-sized on this planet. Big planet. Big planet. It's like, honey, I shrunk the Saiyans. <laughs> <laughs> Goku rides a cool, weird beetle. Um, <laughs> Goku's excited about feeling smaller than he already is. He's like the opposite of the d the bodybuilders that go to Lilliput Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is way into this planet. Yeah, he loves the, every second of it. Also, mm -hmm. all the food's really big, so hey. I mean, yeah, man. that's yeah. mostly what it is. That's, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pan shows up with some fashion. Yeah, she does. Where's she got some yeah, beat man. cosplay. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't worry about it, Tyler. <laughs> She's got, like, cool antennas and, like, a fluffy, fluffy collar and, like, some wings. It's very cute. I love it. Mm -hmm. Impromptu bug cosplay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Buzz She's... play. <laughs> She's that person. Yeah. That can yeah. just like yeah. throw together a cosplay in five minutes. <laughs> and it's flawless. What yeah. What's holding that together, Pan? Hot glue and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Scr safety pin you know, to my skin. Slapped <laughs> together in the in the hotel room right before the convention floor opens and <laughs> somehow it held up. Two words. Warbla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pan gets distracted as the sky fills up with pretty butterflies. She flies off, and uh, Goku and Trunks are left to find the Dragon Ball on their own. I mean, Trunks well, is left to find the Dragon Ball. <laughs> by which I mean, yeah. Trunks, is Trunks groans <laughs> and says, how am I going to put up with these two for a whole year? And then Giru immediately produces a sort of, like, exasperated guru that clearly means same man <laughs> there are two adults in the room and they are trunks and guru that's unfortunate there's only yes. two people here who even remember the mission and one of them didn't even sign up for it yep. <laughs> yeah uh pan enjoys a fun nectar snack on a on a giant flower and is just enjoying her life flower is a bed what could be better could be be take a nap in a flower like a little mouse she True. is leaning into her cosplay. Mm -hmm. She's I've done she's it. method I've AF, as they say. <laughs> um, but that, a lot of fun. And this is where I put in my notes. Suddenly, bees everywhere. <laughs> bees, bees. Sky fiddles with bees. They kidnap me. They fly bees. out of the sun. <laughs> ah, those sun bees. Pick her up and take her away. There's a running joke in the Japanese of like. Trunks being worried about Pan when she flies away to the butterflies, and when he hears her going, ah, when the bees come, and Goku saying, ah, she's fine. <laughs> that, it, it also appears in the dub, but Goku's delivery is just much more negligent sounding. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. She's like my he, granddaughter, she's He fine. hears his granddaughter scream in the distance, and Trunks is like, we should go get her, and Goku's just exasperatedly like, yeah, she'll be fine. We can go get her after we get the Dragon Ball. I mean, he knows how powerful she is. He, he knows that she could turn this planet to dust if she wanted to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. Bees. Bees. Bees! Bees, Bees are happening. Bees are happening. 
Trunks uh, finds the uh, four-star tr- Dragon Ball. Whoa! Four-star oh. first. Trunks find the first one is the Gohan. He I'm got excited. the Gohan. Got the Gohan. The Black Star Remember Gohan. Him? <laughs> it came back. <laughs> We were we were wait we were this whole podcast we've been planning for this moment. <laughs> the return of the Gohan. Uh it immediately gets crushed by a giant apple. Excuse me, Jason. Yes? It gets crushed by a giant food class red orb. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get, get your shit get your fucking orb shit together. God, I know, I'm sorry, I'll hand in my resignation to the wiki. <laughs> Um, Jesus. Um, <laughs> this the <laughs> the food class red orb uh, gets stolen by a flying class evil bird. <laughs> this evil vulture-looking guy, and oh no, that impact from the food class red orb jammed the Dragon Ball inside it, and now the Dragon Ball's stuck inside. Oh man. Mm. All beans. It's gonna take forever to get all these Dragon Balls. Yeah. It's supposed to be like the original. We're just supposed to get like one per episode. What's or later deal? when you just skip it entirely and just have them. <laughs> you just blink and they're all there. Mr. Pope can get them. Yeah. Easy. Uh, so the vulture flies away with the food class red orb and then. Fee fi fo fum. <laughs> we got a big giant! He's here now. Yep. And he's got a bag full of apples. So the vulture drops the apple in the bag, um, and the giant saunters off to have a nice dinner. This giant is just living his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. just chilling. Just you having get the a good first, day. We get the first really good uh, closed captioning thing of GT here, mm-hmm. um, where he eats, you know, like a handful of food, and is just he's just loving it. <laughs> Um, and he just goes like, mmm, and it is subtitled as Delightful Groan. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was probably uh, supposed to be delighted, but you know what? We're gonna keep that. I, I hate it. That groan was <laughs> delightful. Delightful groan. That's mm. the part you hate, Jason. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing that gets you. It's, I don't, I don't like a delightful groan. <laughs> <laughs> you don't delight in it? Um, <laughs> so Trunks immediately takes off after Pan uh, Pan gets taken into this big beehive and dropped in a big old fluffy pile of pollen or something and accuses the bees of attempting to get fresh with her <laughs> bees have no class it's true school uh, on a Saturday exactly mm-hmm. Uh, she notices the walls are squirming with mm. little eggs. Ooh, they're gonna hatch into larvae. Larvae. They do. <laughs> Turns out, though, the eggs all hatch. They hatch in weird ways. They kind of pop open like little gachapon capsules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instead of what 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 happens? Yeah. is that they all the larvae hatch at once to some sweet disco jams. <laughs> <laughs> And they're baby bees. They're the little, baby little baby bees. They go straight from zero to cute. Yeah, they're not really <laughs> larvae here. They're just kind of like chibis. They're just... Yeah. 
Okay. This is a this is a nymph species of bee instead of a larval species. They're alien bees. They can they can do whatever they want. <laughs> they can be birthed however they want. <laughs> um, Trunks and Goku happen upon some cocooned up uh, creature with antennas sticking out. They think it's Pan in in her bee cosplay, and and they think Pan is being caught. And a little spider web. Oh no! And a spider uh -oh. showing up. And, and Goku and Trunks immediately solve the problem by just beating the spider out. You've seen him fight Vegeta and Frieza <laughs> and Majin Buu. Now watch what? Goku confront his greatest foe yet—a really big spider. Uh. <laughs> on the next GT. The announcer has been on point uh, these past couple episodes. A little bit absolute edgelord in the best way. <laughs> so they tear apart this cocoon and it's not actually Pan. Who'd have thunk? Um, it's actually this just withered old bee. Goes to show how good her costume was though. Uh, Trunks just... I forget if it's Trunks or Goku but they, uh, they say she's a little shaken up but she'll be just fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I expect better from Trunks frankly. <laughs> outraged we, by this. We cut back to the hive where the drones are bringing Pan some honey orbs. <laughs> Little balls of honey. Some, Is, uh, some sweet class gold orbs. Sweet. <laughs> Fuck. Does anyone know how bees work? Is this a thing that bees do? Do they just bring honey orb to, to queen for snack? They bring honey, but honey not orb. <laughs> okay. I mean, they usually don't have hands either. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a problem. That's a concern. But this is big planet space bees, so there's gonna be some differences. Yeah, they're they're big buzz class sting orbs. You you've heard you you've heard of of a distant bug planet. Now get ready for distant big planet. <laughs> And then God, the crossover, which is this one, Distant Big Bug Planet. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, Pan is realizes that she is being treated like a queen, and she is not ready for that level of commitment. Mm -mm. That's yeah, that speaks well of her. Yeah. Self-aware. Yeah. She's just not ready to have hundreds of children. She hasn't even <laughs> lived her life yet. Mm -mm. Not ready to settle down. She runs off. The bees chase after her. She runs into uh, Trunks and Goku. Uh, Trunks is carrying that weak bee, which turns out to be the true queen. Mm -hmm. It's the true queen. Uh, now, Dave, mm -hmm. I had not seen Hunter Hunter the first time I watched this episode. Mm. And now that I have, I no longer trust this bee. That's extremely <laughs> fair. I do not trust big bug queens anymore. You never know what could happen. <laughs> references but maybe i'll watch hunter hunter someday and then y'all should just, watch it we can just really hang out should. we'll just hang out uh, over here it's fine no, I, I, I do believe it because i do hear that that show whips it's on to Netflix. say the least oh is it really yes, it is shit okay get on it well dang right. what's the podcast after this <laughs> um, if you want to watch a a post dragon ball z show in a meaningful way and not just in a literal way Ooh, okay <laughs> i believe it the bees realize that the queen is the true queen, and they fly off into the distance, relieving our heroes of the bee plot. 
the queen um, just magically decides that she's all done being tired and she flies off with her friends. <laughs> it's all fine. Sometimes you just sometimes you just decide you're done being tired. She was bolstered by the emotional down. support. Yeah. 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 She, the the bees shared their gank bee. <laughs> all right, we're we're going a bit far now. <laughs> Uh, I will just get the uh, disappointment out of the way ahead of time. Legic never reappears in a meaningful capacity. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we'll I treasure think... the time we've had with them. Yeah, Other I think there's the... like... The... Those trading just... cards last forever. That's true. <laughs> yes. There's just a flashback, and that's it. I'm actually a little surprised even that happened. <laughs> Giru picks up, like, five readings of Dragon Balls on the Dragon Radar. That's out easy. Of, out of nowhere. Yeah. Nice. Shortest saga ever. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, they all kind of fizzle away. Um, because Giru needs energy. He's got to eat metal. He's we, hungry. I'm not sure why being low on, not sure why being low on power causes, like, ghost readings. Yeah. And also, I don't know if we've established this before in the fiction, but Giru is a metal-hungry boy and will eat and yeah, snack on anything metallic. He's like the Iron Giant, but really little. Mm-hmm. The Iron Goblin. <laughs> I guess. Why not? <laughs> um, gi- uh, I have Giru and Goku on my notes interchangeably, and it's <laughs> messing me up. Uh, Goku smells some cooking fish. And surmises that's probably that that giant, whom uh, I forgot to mention this. We saw him catching a giant ass like big coelacanth fish earlier. Yeah, Go- mm-hmm. Goku keeps running into kindred souls on these worlds <laughs> in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. The giant was so happy hugging that fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was. The best thing is, it's just a regular sized fish to Goku. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Goku then proceeds to follow his nose! <laughs> and he comes upon the giant at his little cooking fire, and we see that the giant is a gentle friend to the animals. Because there's a bunch of like little antelope type folks They're around. They're all just him. hanging out, enjoying yeah. the mm-hmm. campfire. Yeah. Some rabbit yeah. squirrels. He's a Disney princess. It's just yeah. really sweet. Yeah, he is a Disney princess to me. Yeah. Just having a really mm-hmm. nice afternoon. Yeah. Um, but it's time to be serious, guys. Operation Apple is underway, <laughs> according to Trunks. We also mm-hmm. get an incredible animation time saver. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we talking about the 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 arrow? Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, when we cut away and we see like a far shot of the giant like eating his supper, having a good time, we see our microscopic heroes skitter along and be represented in the shot as a little red arrow. <laughs> they're just, oh, they're yes. here. <laughs> yes. It's it's very Looney Tunes and I'm into it. This is it. where they're at right mm-hmm. now. Love these um, Dragon Ball shenanigans. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, Goku makes it up to the apple pile, because there's a big pile of apples next to the giant. They spot the one that the four star ball is in. He goes to grab it. But he is thwarted by, like, the nuzzling nose of an animal companion. <laughs> just sniffing around those apples. Yeah, just yeah, loves it. too cute, too adorable, he couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Apple falls to the ground, and then the giant says, 
Hmm, I could go for some apples right now. We'll pair <laughs> well with this fish. Five second rule, better eat it now. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he, he takes a big honking chomp and just pops the whole thing into his mouth <laughs> like a pig. Also, like, very much like Goku. Yeah. Pops the whole thing and just spits out the core. How do you... I feel like that's harder than just taking a bite. I think so, too. That is more impressive than a cherry stem. That's... Mm-hmm. Yes. Y- it's, yes. <laughs> yeah, you've got some coring capabilities in, in there <laughs> that I don't think human teeth have. It's got a serrated tongue. <laughs> oh no! So much disturbing anatomy or implied disturbing anatomy on this podcast. <laughs> Pan sees the giant eat the apple and is like, "Uh-uh, no way. We're not. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, see now, I would I rather think... my planet explode and everyone I love die than have to deal with this right now. <laughs> I, I don't think that this should be considered an insurmountable obstacle." Goku specifically has ex- first-hand experience successfully retrieving extremely important, valuable things from inside <laughs> pink people. Oh, God, you're right. But this is Maybe an organic be- pink person, not a wizard-made pink person. We don't know that. We don't know this giant I, origin. Yeah, we have that's no true. idea. He could have been made, made by a wizard. <laughs> made he, he, might, he, might need, uh, he might need Vegeta to do it, though. Yeah. Him. Uh, uh, yeah, Pan is filled with terror visions of having to look through this monster's doo-doo to, to get that Dragon Ball. <laughs> Trunks offers to have the crew go out and look for other Dragon Balls and come back later. <laughs> Not a it terrible will, idea, honestly. It will solve itself. We've got a year. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, that is... Oh, go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say, I'm kind of compelled now to start a cinema sins style youtube channel where i just ding media whenever it does not specify whether or not the character was created by a wizard <laughs> <laughs> so its own very specific version of does the dog die how do we know if this guy was made by a wizard or not Ding. <clears throat> harry potter yes <laughs> two of them a wizard mm. and a witch <laughs> And Tyler, that got me. Yeah. <laughs> um, come on back, train of thought. Um, <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. This debate is interrupted by the giant shouting in pain. Oh, he's got a big nasty toothache. Ooh, what's happening? Uh, Goku oh. says it's like he's being attacked or something. <laughs> That's what Goku defaults to yeah, at all moments. Goku doesn't understand pain outside of the context of combat. <laughs> yeah, something's punching him invisible style. Like something's <laughs> punching him from inside his tooth. Um, that must be a powerful technique. I think so. This so, looks like it hurts real bad. This yeah, is the I, most gruesome thing I've ever seen on this. What I we've saw... seen multiple people get big and explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get yeah. impaled for several minutes. But, but we, but I, it, it's because we've all been there in terms of dental problems. Uh, we have not. Most of us have not been exploded. Apparently, not Goku. No. <laughs> no. No, of course not. He's so never he experienced twice any... a day. Yeah, he must. So to be specific... Brushing your teeth twice a day stopped you from exploding. That's what my mom told me. Yeah. 
Have you ever exploded? No? Well, keep brushing your teeth then. Yeah. Uh, Goku uh, uh, peers into the giant's mouth and he finds the four star ball uh, embedded into like a, an abscess in this guy's molar. It's like, Ooh, it's not very, even just in there, bad. it's underneath part yeah. of the tooth. It's mm-hmm. like the tooth is partially hollow. Yeah. Ah. He must have bit down real good on that. Yeah, yeah it is. It, mm, <laughs> it is. It is brown and dry in there too, and I do not like that. Um, it's exposed nerve. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, why the giant was just chilled this whole time until a dragon ball got stuck in it, because like that <laughs> looks raw to me, you know, dog. You know, it's very similar to how that roof was perfectly fine until a pan landed on it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Uh, Goku just hops into that giant's mouth like a mad lad and he tries to get Trunks to like get the Dragon Ball while I hold up the teeth like he's hold- he- man that's a sentence I said he holds up the he pries the giant's jaws apart with his hands and feet this um, poor giant I know he doesn't even know what's have- happening he's having a rough day also, throughout this, Pan and Trunks are not being good team players here. No. <laughs> no. Like, they are on this adventure. They need they need to get their shit in gear. And we need be to on work this as a party. They gotta pull a little weight every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the giant clamps down, trapping Goku in his mouth, and Goku solves that problem the same way he solves many problems. <laughs> Same way he solves every problem in this show so far. <laughs> every single one. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a theme. Mm-hmm. He fires a big old beam and just like, and just blasts the tooth out of his mouth. And which creates perhaps the first ever witnessed artificial mouth beam. Yeah, this guy <laughs> made, a, made him do a mouth beam, technically. Yeah. Has it, Very impressive, I think. Has it ever been established whether... Um, the mouth beam or whether the um the beams are have heat to them or is it just energy it, i would because, assume some kind of heat because there's no blood here and mm-hmm. the giant seems to recover very quickly so i assume that the beam both knocks the tooth out and cauterizes the wound. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm surprised it didn't break any of the bone, because boy, that he sure did get the whole dang tooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, Roots yeah. and all. Roots and all, also yeah. Dan Admin style. That came out in one piece, thank god. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know what? The giant is real happy about this, actually. It's like, oh, my mouth doesn't hurt no more. Thank you. That's fair. It definitely feels like this character feels a little bit of a red herring in that, like, they don't really fight him. No. Like, he's a cool, he's a cool dude. He's chill. Just living. Yeah. He, yeah, just he is an antagonistic force in that he is an unwitting obstacle to their, yeah. and maybe, to their progress. And maybe that should make us uh, investigate our own fantasy prejudices <laughs> towards, mm-hmm. towards giants. So mm-hmm. what you're telling me is that giants have layers? <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, that's ogres. Go to your room. <laughs> I'm already here. That's finally, I am no longer. Finally, finally, I'm no longer alone. <laughs> <laughs> there are no words for how much I appreciate it. Mostly. So, does anyone, 
have any thoughts about episode six aside from disgust from my <laughs> bad wordplay? This is uh, how giants so. get Not the myth me. of a tooth fairy. We learned <laughs> from, I think, Pan that it was a foul-smelling cavity, which I think we could have surmised on our own. Yeah. yeah. Just gotta get that detail in there, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brush your teeth every day, kids. Use that <laughs> Use that weird Pokemon app to help you do it. <laughs> good, it's a good lesson to communicate to children. Yeah. Frankly. Uh, so we've got the we got the four star ball. Let's keep on going. One down. All Only right. took us six episodes. We're gonna be done with this in no time. Easy breezy. Mm-hmm. Episode seven is Trunks, comma the Bride. Uh, the Japanese title for episode seven is Honey Dearest, Trunks the Bride. My first note for this episode is I hope this arc won't be problematic. <laughs> That's keep hoping. To my first note. Yeah, that that. <laughs> It, it, it take in that specific way. It takes an unexpected turn. Dragon Ball, good times. <laughs> Dragon Ball, good times. Yeah. <sighs> um, we're on the ship. Pan is mad about Giru eating what appears to be a very important electrical panel on the ship, mm-hmm. and she ties him up with rope. And um, scissors are involved. Scissors are involved. He also eats a pair of scissors. He also, yeah, which also get eaten by him. And Goku has an amazing looking bento. Spread. He's got a fantastic bento. It's like a deluxe. He's got like a shrimp tempura going. You can see the crispy panko crust. It looks really good. And he just says, "Oh, we should just feed him, idiots." Duh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good. That's me. a good idea, Son Goku. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this very specific respect, Goku is totally equipped to give good uh, suggestions. It is eating based advice, so like, this yes. is his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. He's hungry. He needs yep. a snack. Can't fault a robot for being hungry. <laughs> nope. Uh, the crew approach uh, a teal planet because it looks teal from space. And this planet for sure has a dragon ball on it. They land and do some exploring of some lovely grassy hills. Again, not flying. It's okay. Not wild not, at it. It's not a sure beautiful day for a walk. So far away, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there was no good landing site? I don't know. They were trying to get free parking. There's no, there were, oh, there were no okay. street side. Yeah. No. I don't know if Bulma had them sign like a... Uh, Underdeveloped planet packed or something before they prime <laughs> directive kind of yeah. deal. Yeah, there's a there's a point where Goku's hungry again, and in the at least in the Japanese version, Pan says that he has no sense of anxiety. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which explains that's, a lot about Goku. Yeah, that's that's probably true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, Goku's uh, the guy who like. Boy. Yeah, Goku's the guy who, like, goes up to somebody having a panic attack and is just like, no, you're fine, just get over it. <laughs> mm, oh, boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Goku, yeah, I... Just eat I'm, something. Yeah. Goku's that asshole. Just just punch it. Just punch your anxiety. Just punch the problem. <laughs> just, yeah. What are you anxious about? Go punch it. <laughs> go, go fight. Go fight them. Duh. Uh, th- our heroes happen upon a seemingly empty village... But as they get closer, they find that it is full of concerned 
Dragon Quest NPCs. Yes. <laughs> Bunch of sad elves. I think they're Native American Vulcans? <laughs> I think that's what's happening. That's here. the combo? It's very yeah. like it's, it's very weird. It's very like generic nineties fantasy JRPG. Where it's mm-hmm. just like they're all got kinda like kinda like elfish ears. They've all got the same kind of like Android seventeen Bob going. <laughs> a little blue squiggle on their cheeks. Mm-hmm. To show their aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, Star Trek. Um G- Giru says my favorite thing multiple times in the English dub, he says Dragon Ball in hair! Dragon Ball in hair! <laughs> How many times have you had to say that in your life? Boy. And we in fact see that this uh, looks to be like a princess type person in this village in fact has the six star ball affixed to the end of her ponytail. How'd they get that on there? <laughs> I mean, and probably the same way the same way they got the hat on yeah. They got the, the ball onto Gohan's hat. Yeah. And so recently, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, immediately, like, as soon as... It had couldn't have been a few days when the six right. star landed on that planet and go, this looks good on you. This is an heirloom now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a priceless gem that we will use for the purposes that have just happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, everyone is looking... Very sad and concerned and grave about the situation, which is a room that Trunks and company fail to read entirely. (laughs) These goons just charge up on their hands and knees. They say, hi, can we have that? That's (laughs) ours. Rascals approaching a pie on a windowsill. (laughs) God. You just scramble on up. Yeah. Everyone is like... Everyone is like, it's like, how dare you? Uh, and they're they're hostile to this, to this brash breach of social contract. Now, then, then Trunks exp- at least explains himself a little better. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we need to save our entire. Planet. He recognizes his privilege. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they get treated to a small feast and some lore as to like why everyone is in a in a grave mood and. Okay, so here's what's been happening. There's a monster out there called Zunama, a spooky evil god who shakes the planet by wiggling his whiskers. Mm-hmm. And he, we've been offering multiple tributes, including, and I quote, our finest corn. <laughs> <laughs> that, yep. That's that's yep. exclusive to the English dub. <laughs> yep. Mm. Um. <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, Zunama uh, grew bored of these tributes, and now he wants a bride. Great. Dun dun dun. So Tyler, how many episodes of What the Folklore have been this exact plot? Uh, I was going to mention um, <laughs> this is actually based on some Japanese folklore, and we have covered it in the past. It Whoa! is. Yeah, I mean the 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 catfish man mm-hmm. seems very like old school Japanese folklore. Tyler, to did me. you did you want to take it away? I've got the wiki page up. What Aaron Thompson type is this episode? Well, you can go ahead and read that, Jason. I was just gonna say that this is also uh, very reminiscent of a plot in Dragon Ball. Oh really? Oh. Like OG Dragon Ball, and is even referenced at least in the English dub in this episode. Oh, but I'll I'll go into that when we get there. So this uh, this 
creepy creature is Zunama is a flippy round uh, version of the word Namazu, which means catfish. And uh, okay. in Japanese mythology, the Namazu or Onamazu is a giant catfish that causes earthquakes. Living in the mud beneath the islands of Japan, uh, he is restrained and guarded by the god Kashima. Uh, when Kashima lets his guard falter, Namazu thrashes about, causing violent earthquakes. Oh, and okay. in the fiction of Dragon Ball GT, Zunama is like a big, gross-looking catfish guy with long whiskers that wiggle and make the earth shake. Mm-hmm. So, oh, by the way, uh, Namazu is voiced by Pibbidi's voice actor and Bobbidi's voice actor. Oh, really? Oh, oh. oh my god. So we get wizards. <laughs> and let All me right. let me tell you, like as much like in many a many a lore, in many a, a fantasy episode, as soon as we mention the great existential evil, it comes waddling up to the main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this voice actor is is just earning the paycheck this week. He <laughs> he's just sounds like a creepy. I I. I combined gross and creepy into one word <laughs> right there. Without... It's accurate, yeah. It, yeah. it fits. A creepy, yeah. creepy, catfish, <laughs> gooey, slime man. Love it. Is that uh, what you mean, hate it? I, yeah, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Love to hate it. And hate to this love is it. The, this is the one time I did pop over to the Japanese uh, Japanese sub. In, in Japanese, he ends every sentence with mazu. Mazu. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun little quirk. Uh, so he arrives at the village and he's demanding a bride and he's doing like a happy dance, uh, envisioning like the joys of marital bliss. Um, and it gets it's weird. Airing out some weird kinks at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's very creepy. It was to. to I, we'll just I'll, I'll I'll just put the audio in here and we'll let the audience suffer <laughs> like we did. Uh, oh boy! Enjoy. <laughs> Hold me, kiss me, now scratch my back and rub my feet. Ah yes, lovely marriage. Make me lunch. Make me dinner. Hey! You burnt the meatloaf, you little peasant wench. How dare you? Now I'll stomp on it and make you lick it from between my toes. It's for you. I look forward to hearing what he says in English because he doesn't say much. Just where's my bride? Yeah. Oh wow, that's wow. Should I leave you in the dark? <laughs> or or, or... <laughs> yes, go, yeah, go ahead. I'll I'll find out. I'll do my own research. Okay. <laughs> Zunama threatens to shake his whiskers if the if that fantasy bride don't show up in the next minute. I'm gonna get this earth a rumbling. <laughs> much like Majin Buu, he demands that if he does not. Get his bride in one minute, he will erupt a volcano. And much like yeah. Majin Buu, he immediately gets bored with the timer and starts to erupt a volcano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we didn't establish, like, these two uh, elf characters on this planet named Lane and Doma. Lane is, like, the princess type with the dragon ball in hair, and Doma is, like, a sort of princely knight kind of guy. And Lane steps forward to offer herself as a marital sacrifice. She gives me kind of a Zelda vibe a little bit. I thought so Yeah, too. Doma kept giving mm-hmm. me a Link vibe. It's yeah, it... Pointy ears and green clothes. Yeah. And he has a, also, he has like a scissors sword 
<laughs> attached to his back. He really does. Big scissors. Zunamo waddles up to the bride and and he's like, "Yeah, you you make the cut, sweetheart, but you need some need some new duds. Your 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 clothes are looking kind of grubby. It's very particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he promises he will be back tomorrow, my sweet. And everyone is sad and somber and cooking uh, some some food for Lane to take with her on her journey. Goku's trying to sneak a little snack for himself, like a little cheeky imp. <laughs> he finally gets to be a kid among people. Mm-hmm. Now that he's a grandfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Pan is offering a Pan plan, which is, hey, let's just go beat him up. Uh, She's offer- tired of tiptoeing around this loser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she offers up Trunks and Goku as the two strongest men on Earth. And somewhere Vegeta sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he does this in English, but in Japanese, Trunks does color on it. Like, hey, uh, did you forget about my dad and Gohan and Piccolo? No. Yeah. yeah, he does, he does equivocate and is like, eh, I'm in the top five at least. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely beat out ta- uh, Tenchi and Han. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Oof, oof. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> No one knows what it's like to be the sad man, to be the tin stand behind three eyes. No one knows what it's like to be written, to use the tribune and no other Goku is very excited to to get into this get into this kung fu hustle. Yeah, he does Starts many warming up. Did somebody doorway. say fight? <laughs> he does. Yeah. he does many a pose. And uh, Pan also develops another part of a plan. Uh, as he as she lays her eyes on the bridal gown of Lane, <laughs> she appreciates its beauty. Mm-hmm. She says, normally on Earth, people wear white to their weddings, but I like this more. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty. Expressive. Mm-hmm. So, let's get into Pan's plan. Joel ever play Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> <laughs> uh, more specifically, have you seen Dragon Ball? Oh. Wow. Oh, right, is this the thing that, that, that also happened in Dragon Ball? Mm-hmm. Oh right. Okay, so lay lay it on. Now I get it. Lay it well, on us, Tyler, because I haven't seen Dragon Ball. Yeah, it, the plan is to have it, at first to have Goku dress up in this outfit to convince Tsunama that Goku is the bride. Yeah. So Goku will be in disguise, and then he can get in close and beat him up. Yep. Uh, and Goku, when Pan is trying to force this outfit on him in the dub, at least says, "I tried that before; it didn't work." Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, Mm. that's Goku's only objection to this, which is very funny. (laughs) Yeah. So where did this happen before? So when he met, when he and Bulma met Oolong, this is the exact plot that took place. Of course this happened to Oolong. Of course. Oolong was transforming himself into a big scary monster that was terrorizing a town and demanding brides from it. So Goku had to dress up like a girl to get back to Oolong's hideout. 
I remember this. And okay. that's how we got our terrible pig friend. Unfortunately, Goku does not fit the dress because the dress is worn by a grown woman. Yeah, grown ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it a good idea or is it a good thing when seven episodes into your new series you're rehashing exact plots from your Dragon previous Ball. series? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, at least they just did that in the farmed out TV movies before. Yeah. But this is. I mean, that was two <laughs> series ago. Like, yeah. honestly, who's still watching? Surely no one who remembers. Even remembers? Uh, the wiki remembers. Even though the specific. <laughs> Uh, stated goal of this show is to be more like that show. Right. Mm-hmm. And For by that, they mean like exactly that like that show. Just 100%. Yeah, just be that show. If it ain't broke. <laughs> well. So they determine that uh, they need someone taller. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder who, based who on the title of this episode. <laughs> Slow head turn. Uh, Trunks immediately tries to flee. This does not work. <laughs> And we we kind of wind up coercing Trunks into being the new bride, and um, yeah, he's treated to a makeup montage. We yeah, he gets he gets dragged up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very and also like Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, again, it's it's the wall market. Um, and here's where I wrote some very critical critical words about Trunks's makeup. I'm like. There's no contouring. There's just a, <laughs> there's just a lash and like and like one kind of eyeshadow and like a bad lip, and then they top it on off with this fucking shake and go party city wig. <laughs> disgraceful. The wig is the most disgraceful part. Bottom two. Lip sync for the, your life. This is the unfashion. I do not like this fashion. No effort. See, my only comment on this sequence was in all caps: Trunks's abs. <laughs> Trunks has chiseled marble in, on, on his midriff, and then he's just wearing like a crop top as part of this bridal getup. He's got an athletic build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's the same. Like it's the same feeling I, I feel about this. Like it's this makeover, and we're gonna turn Trunks into a beautiful bride. And I felt the same way about watching the Final Fantasy VII remake of Trunks getting dragged up uh, for the Don Corneo bit. You mean Cloud? Or the other guy with a sword. Right, sorry, I confused <laughs> the two. Yeah, sorry, trunk strife. Uh, Cloud gets 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 uh, dragged up, but the problem is, is that like spoilers for the remake, he gets dragged up like on stage at the Honey Bee Inn, mm-hmm. where they like do his makeup, give him a costume change, give him hair extensions, do his nails, <laughs> all like during the instrumental break of the song, and it's beautiful and I love it, but honey. <laughs> that was not that's a you that is a 15 second like that we can't this the i am it's hard for me to believe the fantasy of this final fantasy is all i'm saying beauty takes time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's powders drag there's creams, is an art there's process sorry um uh, so the plan is uh to get zunama i guess drunk on this special wine that the mm-hmm. elves give our heroes. And Which then... they insist on calling a potion. <laughs> oh, in the Japanese, uh, yes. they just say it's mother-in-law's special sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
and when he falls asleep, they're going to snip off his whiskers with these comically oversized shears. Because they're afraid that, that if they just punch him, he'll make a volcano explode and destroy the village. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no whiskers, no powers. Easy peasy. Goku immediately wants to drink the sake. No, it's not for kids. The potion. Yeah. This is a grown-up soda. <laughs> you don't... No, it's not like sport drink at all. No. This soup, <laughs> this soup is for adults. Yeah, and in the dub, the elderly or the the older woman says, uh, this isn't for kids, and Goku simply replies, why? I eat Chi-Chi's cooking all the time. And Which, I, I don't know what that implies. I, I don't cooking. know no. what that means. Just a whole bottle of wine and everything. Yeah, she's bowl. just dumping. <laughs> <laughs> just whole maybe, bottles I guess, in. She, I guess she hopes it'll put him to sleep and give her a break. She's she getting that, that beef bourguignon. <laughs> Uh, so this little whole bit, by the way, is another reference to a separate Japanese legend. This is the one that we've covered on What the Folklore. Ah. Uh, this a is, variant of it, anyway. Yeah, this is in the trivia section of Doma's wiki page on the DBZ wiki. Doma scissors oh. are a reference to the sword wielded by the god Suzunoo from the Japanese myth about Yamata no Orochi. Uh, the eight-headed monster snake Orochi ate seven of the eight daughters of an old couple. Specifically seven of eight. Mm-hmm. The last one, uh, Kushinada, was to be the next sacrifice, but Suzunoo made Orochi drink a special sake that was strong enough to make him drunk and then slewed Orochi with the sword. Yep, that's the that's the myth. But instead <laughs> it's catfish and scissors. And drag. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Trunks uh, gets into his gets into his pitched up bridal voice. Very well done, Eric Vale. <laughs> he's, he's, he's making it work. I guess. Uh, Zunama. <laughs> he's trying very hard. That's what counts. Zunama is ready to claim his bride, and he shows up with a little bow tie, he's singing the, <laughs> the bridal bow march. Tie. Yeah, da da da. That just da-da. universal. Across both the English and Japanese versions, and oh. across the galaxy. Really <laughs> nice. So, in in Trunks's fullest and best Bugs Bunny drag fantasy, he's just like <laughs> Zunaba, <laughs> come up here. God, it so is. In <laughs> uh, the the narrator, the narrator ends by referring to Trunks as one of the Earth's most eligible bachelors. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Give this boy a rose. (laughs) And Zunama ends with uh, wanting to peek under that bridal veil to get a good look. And that's where we end episode seven. Does anyone have any final thoughts? I I noted at the beginning of the episode, uh, A, in this episode, Giru's speech capacity suddenly grows like (laughs) Mm 20-fold. And then also I noted um, at the beginning... Pan is complaining about Goku like being hungry constantly, and I just wrote, she is introduced to her grandmother's lifelong lament. <laughs> you just hear uh, Kate Bush, this woman's works, playing softly in the background. <laughs> I, I liked, uh, there's a point where um, when they get up close, or when they see the, the Dragon Ball, um, and Goku has to count the stars, one by one, which I'm glad we have the consistency of Saiyans and their counting. <laughs> yeah, when that one, happened, I was like, what does two... it matter? It's another Dragon Ball. <laughs> right, you only doesn't. have one. <laughs> we gotta know which the, the different one. balls have no significance whatsoever other than 
the one being sort of associated with Gohan. <laughs> My favorite part of that sequence was after they're like done with their Sesame Street counting, everybody <laughs> taking turns to say like, "It's the six star ball." <laughs> Doma's Doma's just like, "Enough! Who are you people? <laughs> like, yeah. You just busted in here to count. <laughs> We're having a crisis." Yeah. Compulsive slow counters. <laughs> episode eight, the final episode of tonight's recording. Uh, Whisker Power. Uh, the Japanese title is. Even Son Goku gets knocked about. Whisker power at the max. <laughs> so the so the localizers just chopped out two little words on that title and went, "We got it. You, you get Good it. enough." We're we're back with this nasty catfish man, uh, putting putting the moves on Trunks. Uh, meanwhile, Doma, Pan, and Goku are just hanging out in the bushes, clearly visible. <laughs> As if that wasn't trouble enough, Pan whips up a quick little stage prop of a bush to hide behind yes. so she can <laughs> sneak up so and good. give Trunks some more acting advice. It's like a, yeah, it's so like a plywood prop. <laughs> Even better when it falls over and everybody has to rush out to drag her off stage. <laughs> God, this is really good. Perfectly must go on. Excellent <laughs> stealth. There was a storyboarder working out some childhood trauma in that shot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Trunk said I couldn't possibly uh, lift the veil until after the wedding. It's just not appropriate. It's just not how we do things. It's simply not done, darling. It's simply not done. So Zunama's like, okay, and then just grabs Trunks and heads off. Time to get married, then. All right, bye. <laughs> da, 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 da. Pan has a very careful plan. Zunami uh, takes Trunks off to, quote-unquote, his little love nest. <laughs> uh, I hate it. Everything about this is bad. No one refer to anything as a love nest, please. <laughs> if that's cool. It's my favorite B-52 song. <laughs> Tin roof! <laughs> Zunama gets a little touchy-feely with his little whiskers there trying to get under Trunks' veil. Uh, Trunks slaps at one of the whiskers, and Zudama hates that. Sensitive. Very. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. It's like, don't you do that, or I'll kill everyone. Great. <laughs> Trunks plays it off and says it's a mosquito. Ah. Mm -hmm. You're so considerate. Uh, oh, I this is where I put in my notes. Zunama's got weird feet. Yep. <laughs> he's sure got does. like. He's got Kinda like. Got weird everything. He's got. He's yeah. a blobby catfish man, but he got. He got toes. He's got like otter feet. <laughs> yeah. Zunama and Trunks head underwater, and Pan and company lose the trail, but apparently Goku can track anyone. With <laughs> Just gotta nose. follow his nose. <laughs> yeah, he, he said that, and I was thinking to myself, of course he can. He can sense energy. We all know this. We've watched <laughs> Dragon Ball, see? <laughs> and, and then that boy is sniffing like a bloodhound. <laughs> I mean, is there... Would, would, would Nazuma have a particular... Zunama, rather. Would he have a particular energy level? Well, Trunks would. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Never mind. Maybe <laughs> we, I mean, we've never determined how Goku senses energy. Maybe he gets it through his nose. Maybe he Maybe can he smell key. Yeah. True, yeah. And now that he's a kid again, he's less ashamed to be, to be sniffing for a Scooby snack. Speaking of less ashamed. Speaking of less ashamed, yeah. <laughs> upon yeah. realizing that he's going to go swimming, 
he immediately rips off all of his clothes. Time for naked <laughs> shenanigans. Is, this is the one one line that he will not cross, I guess. <laughs> uh, and and speaking of lines being crossed, did this air in the U.S.? Yeah. With no. <laughs> I was gonna so say. They, did, are you saying that in the U.S. version they probably had a tastefully painted shrub or something? Or they just cut around this. Okay. Yeah. Or like yeah, because I was like, mm-hmm. did it just straight up air in the U.S. with say and Peebus? Yeah, we no, no sir. Full okay. frontal Goku. Because I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, that's that's their that's their favorite joke in GT. I'm, can can somebody help me with his reasoning? Because I feel like I kind of get it, but he's. Well, I mean, clothes create drag. I mean, you don't go swimming. Mm-hmm. I would. In, I mean, there's a reason you have. There's a specific thing he, that you wear when you go swimming. He can right. fly. <laughs> he can also he strip does. down to just his underwear. Like I can't imagine that would be too much. Of a what's more, he straps his clothes to his head later for right. the purpose of swimming with them. So like, yeah. So, yeah. It's I just, mean, it, it turns it into a fun clothes hat. <laughs> like at first, I have, I thought his reasoning was, oh, he doesn't want them to get wet. But then he does tie them to his head <laughs> to get <Yeah>. wet. <laughs> So then I had to assume it was because it would make it more difficult to swim, but is it really that bad? <laughs> I think he just wants know. to be just... naked. Yeah. 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 He just doesn't go, go. he doesn't need a reason. He just wants to swim naked. I mean we that's get it. the oh, go, go. the quote that he says as he goes towards the water is I don't want to grow up if it means swimming with your clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really Goku, good. you Not know it, it that's what it means. You know this. <laughs> You've been an adult. He don't want to grow up. He's a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> he did feel the need to remind Pan that he has bathed with her before. Yes. That's Which true. she did not believe, despite <laughs> it being a completely reasonable statement in something coming from a Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she's just still in denial about him being her grandpa. <laughs> true. It's it's weird. Uh, so we this, gotta is, give her that much. this is when Doma is like... Not to be earth racist, but do all your old people, like, turn into little babies? <laughs> <laughs> this is a good They still haven't explained it. No. And they, they will not. They continue. No, yeah, they never will. Yeah. <laughs> not worth it. Um, we cut to inside the love nest where <laughs> Trunks is trying to make himself comfortable, I guess, while Zunama is rummaging around for something quote-unquote, a bit more comfortable for his bride to wear. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a bit presumptive. How do you even know if you've got her size? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a huge catfish man, so... Though I guess he has been collecting all kinds of... Well, if it was, uh, if it was truly stuff. comfortable, it would just be big old sweats. Yeah. True, mm-hmm. yeah. This is not the case. No. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's a frilly pink gown? I, I guess, yeah. It, it it looks kind of like a kind of like a lingerie teddy kind of number. Yeah, like a negligee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trunks is doing a little investigation, and he spots some. Oh, what's that? It's your good friend, boiling lava. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. Oh, we didn't establish this thing. Uh, so to um, to where the love nest actually is, you dive underwater, and then you kind of dive up into this little air pocket cave thing, and that's where the mm-hmm. love nest is. 
And yeah, it's, it's a cool environment. In a mountain. Yeah, it's the, it's kind of like the lost city of Atlantis, where it's just like a grease <laughs> trap. <laughs> <laughs> With something like Nunama, I would have a white one. <laughs> <laughs> so trunks. Upon realizing that there's lava and, oh no, he's in danger, uh, immediately, without even thinking, uh, like, smears his lipstick and, like, drops his wig. Relatable. <laughs> the I don't know why he smears the lipstick. It's, it's so easy to there. smear your makeup if you're not used yeah. to wearing it. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, I, I don't necessarily think he did it on purpose. And the wig, <laughs> I thought, like, it catches on something and falls off. Yeah, it looks like it caught on the rock or something. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now listen, the the lipstick I get because the label says it's an eight hour wear, but <laughs> then that's but. always a lie. Mm-hmm. Zunama is bamboozled at this suddenly uh, lavender haired youth, but the tension is dissipated because Zunama realizes, oh, I'm mad at you that you're not Princess Lane, but I think you're a, a cute zesty, short-haired, athletic girl who... You're even dreamier. ...who wants to be my wife. He also appreciates Trunks' abs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was When you said that, I was like, mm, yep, this, I mean, this works out for him later. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what's your name, sweetheart? And in the dub, uh, he calls himself Trunksette. <laughs> yeah. The Japanese name is way cooler. Yeah. What is it? Tolerance. What? <laughs> what? He calls himself Tolerance. I mean, that rules. Right? But... I'm guessing it's like a syllable thing, because he started with Tora, like in Torats, uh, mm-hmm. and then he uh. just kind of went into Tolerance. <laughs> and it's funny, because he's yeah, going to try to I'm, get him drunk. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always incredibly here for these, like, those, like, old school Puritan, you know, virtue or sin names. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when they are incredibly ironic. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so Zunama sits down with Tolerance or Trunkset at a bountiful wedding banquet where Trunk sees this opportunity to slip him the drink. And I thought it would be sake, but he pours it out and it's like a burgundy wine. Yeah, because they call it sake. Even. Yeah. yeah, but I guess mother-in-law's maybe mother-in-law's sake is code for something. Mother-in-law's <laughs> sake is just an entire bottle of cab. <laughs> it is a deep, rich color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, opaque. Yeah, sloshy. Uh, he <laughs> offers the drink to Zunama, but Zunama turns it down. And I love this interaction because Trunk says, "But sweetie, it's our wedding day. You have to." And Zunama says. No, I don't. <laughs> Already just setting really, boundaries. He just really does not want to drink this stuff. Yeah. And he gets madder every time Trunks tries to bring it up. So he pulls an audible. He's like, hey, what's that over there? And while Zunama's looking away, he splashes all the food and and drugs it with the drink. We then get a sequence of a, a, a creepy feeding sequence as his Trunks... <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's a bunch Very of weird. space meatballs on a giant spoon <laughs> and attempts to jam as many down Zunama's gullet as physically possible. It's great to watch. <laughs> great to watch, great to hear. <laughs> this is really weird. Obviously, it's weird for a lot of reasons, but it's weird because Zunama says with, like, mild, 
like pleased, surprised, like these are yummy. You <laughs> like as if he was complimenting his wife's cooking. Trunks didn't make any of yes. this. Yes, them. This is he had yours. all ready for her. You got this from DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sounds right. No contact delivery, please. Just throw it into the lake. I'll get it. Zunamo <laughs> uh, starts to get a little bit of blushy red glow around his cheeks, which is anime for drunk. I'm I'm drunk now. Standard visual shorthand. Uh, he gets he gets he gets lit on those wedding meatballs, uh, and demands more. It despite having eaten them all. And he throws a big again, as if as if someone else made them, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, as if he was in someone else's home. <laughs> he throws a big old tantrum right as Goku, Pan, and Doma arrive in the love nest. Yikes! Huh? Yeah, he's a he's a mean drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He big baby. Oh, I yeah. mean, like he said, he didn't want to drink. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? He knew his limits. He he still, he, yeah. He still sucks. He doesn't like <laughs> but... it when he gets this way. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. He uh, Trunks tries to smooth things over. It's like, oh, these are my friends. Everything's fine. Uh, Trunks gets smacked into another zip code. <laughs> wow, so now we have domestic violence in our yeah. Dragon Ball good times. It's, what a, it's, what mm. a fun show. Good times. Super, good times. Super great. Good Got times. troubles. Got troubles. <laughs> Got troubles. <laughs> Pan almost gets slapped with a tail, but Goku flies in at the nick of time and saves her. She'd have been fine. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Yep. Uh, Goku challenges Zunama, and you think it's about to go down, but then Zunama gets a little overwhelmed by his tipsiness, and he falls over and mm-hmm. goes to sleep. And so, Doma takes uh, his big Acme co-branded cartoon <laughs> scissors... Yeah. That he just happened to have. And he snip snaps off one of the whiskers, and it kind of goes doink and curls back into a cute little curly cue <laughs> on, on his face. Now, Zunama sucks. He does. In both funny ways and very unfunny ways. Yeah. But this is horrifying. <laughs> the, this must be like declawing a cat yeah, a or something thin. similar. This is a nightmare. It's declawing the catfish. <laughs> Oh, no, now that one was obvious. That one, <laughs> like you, you, you had to do that one. You had no choice. Uh, that was yeah. by law. <laughs> yeah, mandated. So, Doma also recites the speech that he's been reciting in his head. Yeah, the entire time that they've been walking you've, over here. You've, uh, you've, you've threatened our people. You've, this is for the children. Yeah, goes into yeah. He he is fully living his like I am a Dragon Quest protagonist <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> Ally to good. <laughs> Nightmare to these whiskers. My name is Inigo Mondoma. <laughs> you married my bride. You tried to marry attempted, my bride. Attempted to marry my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in for the other whisker, but is not fast enough because Zunama wakes up before the deed is done. And this is when the ruse falls to the side and Trunks reveals himself not as a beautiful brushing bride-to-be, but as a young lad with a heart full of vengeance, See, I guess. he's got a bandana and, and everything. In- <laughs> and incredible abs. Mm-hmm. I still have incredible abs, but they're under my shirt now. But I'm wearing a shirt because I'm a lad. My, mm. ab- my abs are for me. <laughs> Ally to abs. <laughs> <laughs> Zudama is thrown by this. He's just like... But I loved you. 
I don't know why I'm going into Yajirobe for this, but uh, that's fine. <laughs> it's not too dissimilar. No. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, well, you're you're gonna get a big fucking earthquake for this, and he starts... <laughs> bucko. Bucko. <laughs> and he starts wiggling his, his whiskers, and then makes a noise in both... And I checked, and it is the same noise in both dub and sub, mm-hmm. which I will try to recreate for you now. Please. He goes... Bully, 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 This is this is fun. It's a good noise. Mm-hmm. He basically goes on for a long time. Yeah. Too. He basically makes the noise I make when I tickle a cat. <laughs> you know what I well, mean? Where, yeah. where the cat has kind of like the cat's okay with you being there and has kind of like flopped over to the side or the back and you're kind of giving like the side scratches and just getting in there and you're going like, this is more or less exactly the noise I make when I'm rubbing my dog's belly. Yeah, yeah, it's he's doing that. Maybe that's how he makes the earthquakes. Scratching the earth's tummy. Yeah, making that make like making the earth kick its leg like a dog. Oh, if only it were true. If only, because. He's doing his summoning stuff, and nothing seems to be happening. Well, there was like a short little quake, but then it stopped, mm-hmm. and then, but he's still wiggling his his whiskers. But nothing's going on. What's happening? He's he's a little lit. He's still he's got tipsy. that drunken blush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must and be he's because seen... he's drunk. He can't do it when he's drunk. <laughs> oh, it must mm-hmm. be. Well, that's not the, that's not the conclusion Pan comes to. Well, she's smarter than me, so... Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes. Bet she doesn't know much about Sailor Moon, though. Well, hey, yeah. Uh, Pan surmises that Tsunama doesn't actually cause earthquakes with his whiskers. He can only use them to predict earthquakes. Oh! And he's still wiggling his whiskers because he's too drunk to realize the earthquake isn't still happening. <laughs> he's so drunk he thinks the world's still shaking. Oh! <laughs> Makes sense. It is to him. So much like the bridal ruse falls apart, the Zunama ruse also falls apart. Oh no, we found you out, bucko. I love the look that they, when he finally, like, realizes they're staring at him. And just the look <laughs> that everyone has on their faces mm-hmm. is great. Oh. It's really good. Trunks does, like, synchronized pointing with Giru <laughs> in the same pose. Uh, as they're revealing Zunamo to be a sham. Upon being found out, does a big crybaby routine. He, he panics and says, I only meant it as a joke. Which just fully exposes him for, like, the Reddit shit oh, that thank he is. you. Sucks. <laughs> Scumbag. All the way Everything down. about him just radiates that vibe. That fool, po- that fool posts way too much on the, what is it, the Am I the Asshole subreddit. Oh. I was gonna say men going their own way, but uh, <laughs> uh, probably the other one too. Yeah, I kit I threat I threatened a civilization with with planetary destruction if they didn't provide me a bride. Am I the asshole? Mm-hmm. Yikes! Yes, you yep. are the yes. asshole. <laughs> the surprising thing about that subreddit is that, in my experience, like 
the vast majority of the threads do in fact end with people like Same, rightly yes. being called out as an asshole and then no one learns anything from it. <laughs> yeah. It persists still. Yes. I feel like it's either it's either that or oh my god woman get out of the house. <laughs> no, no one ever says that. They do on Twitter. <laughs> they no, Yeah, yes, where they go run. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. So, uh, the Tsunama's whiskers start a shaking, and Pan's just like, Oh no, I see through it. Trying to pull a fast one on us again. And Tsunama's like, No, no, really. There's a big earthquake happening, and it's going to fuck everything up. This is bad. Fool and me it once. does. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's been threatening the the city more often because the... the what uh, What's the word for the lava activity... Seismic. The seismic activity's been increasing in the volcano. Mm-hmm. There's been more earthquakes yeah. because Moliere freaks out mm-hmm. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they're they're but they're not fooled by this whole catfish man who cried earthquake. <laughs> no, I but, mean it's a, it's a great bit of subtle storytelling to really fully flesh out what kind of guy Zunama is, where he can feel the frequency of these quakes getting like larger and more frequent and his thought process isn't I should go warn them it's I should go exploit them yeah, yeah. I should, I'm gonna escalate people. this situation yeah <laughs> yeah his claims are corroborated by Giru which I guess has a built in seismometer or something because yeah. oh, I guess he ate a seismometer too yeah. at some point <laughs> at some point we don't know what Probably. he ate he, he ate many things you don't know, you don't know where that seismometer has been Mm-mm. Uh, and yeah, the, there's a big ass quake, and the lava that we Chekhov's lava puddle that Trunks <laughs> saw before goes off. Yeah. Uh, everyone starts to panic and flee the way they came, and the lava erupts and goes everywhere and ch- chases them underwater. Because <laughs> that's a thing sure. lava does. I don't yeah. think I don't think that's how lava do. No, because heat goes up and water goes down. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great point. Maybe it's different on this planet. It's a it's a heat go down planet. It's a heat, heat <laughs> yeah. Goku solves it with a beam and blasts the lava away from them and also uses the beam to propel everyone to the surface. Yay, thank you, Goku. You saved the day. Thank you, Son Goku. Again. <laughs> Hooray. But wait. But wait, there's more. The lava is still going. The vol- fucking volcano is still erupting. Oh, weird. <laughs> it, it erupts and threatens to cover the village. Can't fix but that go- with a beam. <laughs> or can we? The W, you say? <laughs> go- no, Videl's not in this episode. Oh. What the fuck happens here? <laughs> Goku is now suddenly playing Trauma Center. He is now a doctor who understands how, w- how wounds work. He's just like, mm. I've released some of the pressure, and now... We can hopefully stop the bleeding by blasting away the wound with the Kamehameha. Oh, he doesn't say anything in Japanese. He just go, no. gets to work. Oh, yeah, he goes into a whole wow. thing yeah, about he wounds. some real nonsense. In the yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he prevents the volcanic eruption by applying even, like, infinitely more explosive force. <laughs> To the site of the breach in the earth, which for some reason makes the eruption stop. Yeah, it's just you, it's just good because that e- eruptive force is going in the direction away from the village. 
But it's not! It's coming in sideways! Oh, I guess I see what you mean. That, that doesn't that doesn't. I sure help. hope there isn't <laughs> another village over yonder. <laughs> yeah. I sure I sure hope anyone else doesn't live on this planet except for this one village of, of Native American Vulcans. As we've established, every time you go to a planet, it has precisely one village and one civilization on it. That's and it. In one biome, yes. Yep. Look, I, I'll just say, speaking of Vulcans, the logic used here makes more sense to me than the logic in the second Star Trek movie, which <laughs> I could go into. We don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen sometimes when when low bars are set. So Goku again blasts the mountain to pieces, which works, and everything's fine. And we cut down to the crew getting rewarded the six star ball for their efforts. When Goku flew up to take care of the volcano, mm-hmm. uh, Doma shouts, "He can fly!" And I was just like, yes, they all can. <laughs> They're yeah. just not for some reason. <laughs> they just don't feel like it right now. <laughs> and, and, and as a bit of an epilogue, we find out that Zunama stops being a gross, nasty creep and, like, joins society in the village. He stops being creepy. Yeah, stops being creepy. <laughs> this is probably more credit than he deserves. Oh, yeah. He did not deserve a second chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not deserve a first chance. <laughs> so everyone celebrates, but then wait a minute. The six-star ball starts floating. Wait a what? minute. The weirdest thing I've ever I seen compl- happen. I just watched this, and I already forgot that this happened. <laughs> it, I, get, I could never forget that this happened. We get a cliffhanger. fucking blew me away. The six-star ball... <laughs> Floats out of our hero's hands and goes into the hands of a villager who transforms into <laughs> this blue alien looking guy with like a red bodysuit moment happening uh, and like an orange vest, which he then floats up away into his mushroom shaped spaceship thing. That is, that is suddenly there. Yep. <laughs> which then, uh, flashes a bunch of pulses of light which blinds our heroes and he zips off into space, but not before saying thanks for the dragon ball, sucker. Who is this and how does he know about the dragon balls? These are fantastic questions. What what a wild cliffhanger. (laughs) This is the best twist this this series has ever had. (laughs) They did not see it coming. I I, I didn't really see the 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 Zunama twist coming either mm-hmm. like even though it wasn't that hard to foresee mm-hmm. but then after it happened like i had already dismantled my mental apparatus <laughs> and i was like holy shit where did this come from you let down your guard <laughs> i did i was bamboozled i had never thought that i had never thought that there was another force that still knew what dragon balls were like after frieza no one appears to really pay attention to what these things are yeah <laughs> So I was just surprised that someone knew about them and then cared enough about them to take one. <laughs> so, yeah, whoever this is. And to and to lie in wait to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been planning this. So that, that leaves us with an odd cliffhanger. Do you guys have any additional thoughts about episode eight or our episodes that we watched today? This is a wild show, guys. This is... I'm having it a is. good time. <laughs> 
I'm having a it's good a time. lot. It had ups, it had downs, it had all arounds. This, this feels <laughs> so very different from what I'm used to in Z. <laughs> um, in that well, thing... it's, at, it's at this point that I finally figured out what this is. And I think we had said this before, mm -hmm. but it didn't really sink in until now. I was like, oh, this is a whole show of Dragon Ball Z filler. <laughs> yeah. And like, I was it's... like, you know what? I can't object too hard to that, at least as a basic like, concept. Do you, you remember the part where the f the crew go to fake Namek and they get treated to like a faux mystical Dragon yes. Ball adventure where there's castles and demons and skeletons yes, and stuff? Yes, that's explicitly what this reminds me of. That is what this is as a show. And it oh yeah, feels... did they do the giant thing in that episode too? Yep. Yeah. They did. Luminous and blinding. <laughs> and, <sighs> and what's more, like, it seems like it seems that the conflicts are so small and resolving themselves so quick, which I think was something that happened in Dragon Ball as well, is that it, it feels very Saturday morning cartoon to me. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I honestly don't mind that myself, having not seen Dragon Ball again. That's mm -hmm. that's that's my caveat. Remember, is that this? I is mean, yeah, fresh my. Me. I, I think this would be very fun if it wasn't a Dragon Ball show. <laughs> then I could just enjoy it. Unreserved yeah, if this was just like an anime of like three young heroes having to go to space to three, retrieve three this. Doofuses. Even keep all the character relationships. Like mm -hmm. keep the fucking weird thing of Goku of the the transformed child being the other kid's grandfather. Like, as mm -hmm. that's wild that's... And, and, and great. Yeah, but it's just it's just silly and bizarre that it's a Dragon Ball show. <laughs> I mean, even Dragon Ball itself stopped being Monster of the Week after like twelve chapters. Mm -hmm. and then began doing story arcs. Mm -hmm. So it's just a very jarring switch back to that suddenly yeah. after the end of Z. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's part of why I've decided to watch it in Japanese this week because it helps with that separation. Mm -hmm. yeah. These are new characters. It's just yeah. a different show. <laughs> uh -huh. They sound it, entirely I mean, different. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's fan fiction. They act like, and sound that's, different that's than who they look like. <laughs> and I don't necessarily mean that as a bad thing. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't think in this context what that means is I don't think it's very good fan fiction. No, <laughs> but the characters that that they have created who have the same names as the Dragon Ball Z characters for some reason that I don't understand, <laughs> they're pretty good in and of themselves. Yeah, like I don't know if this is good fan fiction. I will say it is kind of interesting fan fiction. Mm -hmm. So, uh, did we want to do any? Did we want to do any post-show Hail Satan or anything? Well, quickly, I wanted to ask uh, Melissa, did mm -hmm. you have any thoughts on the first four episodes since you did, uh, couldn't join us for that one? Uh, yes. Your, your introduction to Dragon Ball GT. Uh, my main uh, strongest reaction was um, Vegeta's mustache. <laughs> no thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a correct response. That's more or less what I was hoping to hear. Yep. That, that, that's now <laughs> the only thing that several friends of mine who have not watched Dragon Ball know about Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> they just know that he has that mustache yeah. and are horrified. It's a lot. No, thank you. In terms of of a Hail Satan epilogue kind of segment, I, I really only have one question for you guys this week, and I wanted to pose it as a, as a free thought experiment. Sure. How do you think Emeka is doing now? As their uh, like, how did the the, the socialist utopia? The grand go? experiment over yeah. on Emeka. I think it's empty. I think everybody went home. Yeah, everybody got in their <laughs> ships and they fucking left. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't think everybody is uh, 
isn't an immigrant in that way. It is not the impression I got. Mm. Mm -hmm. But some of them are, and those people, yeah, probably got the fuck out. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> the one that looked like an upright beagle. Well, no, I mean, this is an interesting question, because it's like, does where they came from have such an excellent social safety net? Mm. You know, Ooh, maybe, maybe this some... is a chance for a new a new life, a new world. I mean... For, for some people, perhaps. Honestly, I just, I can't wait to uh, watch the musical about how they create that government. <laughs> hmm... <laughs> Emeka Xander uh, Hamilton. <laughs> I am not throwing away my Kamehameha. Ah, Dave, you did it. <laughs> <sighs> These are going to be the, the oddest alien uh, Skylar sisters we have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> now, is Gail or Sheila Lafayette? This is very important. Oh, <laughs> Sheila. Thank you. Correct. They don't. They don't deserve. No, like. Le Legic has to be Lafayette. None of the other two are even remotely cool enough to be compared to Lafayette, even in a joke context. But Legic yeah. has to be in disguise, because otherwise they wouldn't trust him. He's got to be Legicette. Mm. Well, there you go. All right. Yep, I'm on board with this. Emekian Hamilton, now available on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. That means that King George is Don Key. <laughs> yes! <laughs> completely works. Perfect. <laughs> la, da, uh, da, da. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> Welcome to the Hamilton uh, the Hamilton Discourse, oh. where we talk about Hamilton. <laughs> one one musical number per episode. Hit anime. Hit anime. <laughs> 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 Sorry, did you say anime? Nope. 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 I've seen that Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about a four-star reading? Please. Yes, please. Yes. I need Make one. It happen. We need a cool down. One, two, three, four. Very good. It's a four-star uh, reading. Yeah. So what we like to do at the end of this episode is we like to take various manga debut dates from our various Dragon Ball characters and derive from them their astrological signs and read a little horoscope for them. And this week you might be pleased to know that our celestial target is Trunks. Okay. Trunks is a... We talked about this last time, but did we decide on which Trunks' birthday we're using? I think this is based on baby Trunks. Okay. Like the OG Trunks. Pretty sure. You can double check this on the wiki if you want, because the Trunks I have here has a manga debut birthday of August 13th, 1991, which would make him a Leo, just like his mama. <laughs> cool. Trunks, this is your reading. You may be a bit overwhelmed by the frenzy of activity in the air today. <laughs> Try not to get thrown off balance by folks who become a bit more abrasive than usual. Use this as a time of expression for yourself. <laughs> By letting others open up the world's harsh realities to you, you have the opportunity to open up and let your own truth be known as well. Unexpected events are likely to appear today. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I like that the whole time you're saying that, the, the appropriate music from the podcast just starts playing in my head. <laughs> Perfectly perceptible. Oh my god, yeah. Well, Trunks, you know, we'll see if he, we'll see if he listens. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Thank you all for joining us this week. I appreciate y'all who tune in every week. Um, Dave, where can the friends find you? can still be found at uh, Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E, on Archive of Our Own, Eric Fanfiction. It's happening a little more lately, perhaps. And Eric? I sleep in a mud puddle underneath the islands of Japan. <laughs> and every time, every now and then, I thrash wow. around and make an earthquake. Just <laughs> down there a-wiggling. Wow. <laughs> in a perpetual state of wiggling beneath the crust. But when I'm not sleeping, I am a Destructo Discourse exclusive. <laughs> unless you go to the, the Twitch stream. Oh, unless you do that. Sometimes I, yes. I am on Jason's Twitch stream, and and Jason will tell you more about that. Yeah. I'm on Twitch as jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S, and that'll take you as well to my Twitter and occasionally Instagram, which I update very little, but I do do a little, do a little stream every now and again, so you might see some various discourseier people. What? <laughs> you might see some discoursers uh, show up on the stream. Oh, wow. Mm. That's the best name for us. Do you like that? I do like that. That's, inc that's incredible. That's it's a shame it took this long. <laughs> I feel yeah, frankly, after we after we finished Destructo Discords. <laughs> See, that's why we're having a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, Melissa, yeah, where can we true. find you? Oh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> I've been taking a Twitter break. Highly recommend it. God, yeah, you should Boy, extend that. Sounds that. Great. that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, you should extend that permanently. Yeah, everything's cake now. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't tell if any of the people I'm talking to on this podcast right now are cake. I can't see them. I don't know. Am I? Have I been talking with fondant this entire time? <laughs> How this dare will be a nice you? little time capsule now. I would mm. never. Um, I don't know what any of this means because I've never been on Twitter. <laughs> Good call. Yes, yep. I think, yeah, I was. I think I'm probably happier than all of you, and I'm not going to be shy about it. Laughing <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Yeah. Um, but I, I occasionally I am updating my Instagram. Um, I thought about going back to Tumblr. This is a much more detailed yeah, answer it, than you were looking for. It's um, better now, which is horrifying. Yeah, um, really? I'm at Christia, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A, on a number of platforms, which I may or may not be paying attention to at any given time. <laughs> yeah, so check them all. <laughs> Buzz the tower. Uh, Tyler, where can we find you? Uh, you should check out my other podcast, What the Folklore, where myself and two friends will read folk tales and fairy tales from around the world and talk about them and sort of MST3K our way through them. And sometimes I talk about Kingdom Hearts on it. <laughs> I think it's probably even more relevant to what's discussed on this podcast than before when we were doing <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. You can get a hold of this show by emailing us at destructodiscourse at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C. 
And if you're listening to this on a podcast service of choice, we highly recommend and encourage a rating and a review, but not just any rating. We demand a four-star rating. One, two, <laughs> three, four. If you need to count, that's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. Take your we time. won't judge. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Why it's the Gohan ball. Pan's dad. Give us that Gohan. <laughs> Give us Pan's dad. <laughs> Give us Pan's dad. Might be on a hat. It might be wedged in a giant's tooth. Either way, we Either want way. it in our iTunes reviews. Give us the Gohan. This has been Destructo Discourse, and we're having a good time. No one knows what it's like to be the sad man, to be the tin stand behind three eyes. No one knows what it's like to be written to use the tribune and no other moves but my dreams they aren't as empty as his screen time seems to be every fight he's in he only loses was good in Dragon Ball He even beat Goku No one knows what it's like To love his friendship With Chatsu And Launch 2 back his heart on their fandom he's first to use solar flare and fly too but my beams they aren't as empty as his screen time seems to be every fight Good in Dragon Ball, even be Goku.